I even took a shower to do this thing. By the way, I'm trademarking the, uh, I've decided to trademark the term moist thighs. (laughs) Just in general or specifically as it relates? I just, I just think that no one currently has trademarked moist thighs and I think that needs to be a thing. So you're welcome. Is he closed out? <laughs> he's like, and I'm out. Uh, just when I was gonna go get started, he's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, so we're just waiting for him to come back. Apparently, apparently. Hey, how are you welcome. doing, buddy? You hit the wrong X, huh, is he? No, I typed. Uh, I typed us in the wrong search engine this time. In the wrong search bar. Hmm. All right, then. Well, I'm going to uh, we should probably do the intro and stuff. We have Intros. intro. Intro it up. Wait, let me get my, let me get my chips ready. <laughs> no. I'm not really sure what that means. Don't make him do it. <laughs> People in the audience are like, what is going on? <laughs> All right. It's been a a long weekend, folks. Bear with us. Oh, what I do with my free time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe. I've said too much. The Ted's Word Working Plans of Internet Radio. (laughs) Oh, he did it. My name is Mike, and I'll be getting the shit kicked out of me by Izzy for the next hour. (laughs) I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things, IzzySwan.com. And Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Hey, boys. Hello, hello. What's up, Ted? Hey. Have you ever met anybody named Ted that you like? Uh. See? Actually, that's not true. I think I've met one. I met a couple that I like named Ted. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to generalize for the sake of the argument. But if you look, up, I can hear people if you look at the Better Business Bureau, off. Ted's Woodworking is owned by Woody McGrath. Oh. <laughs> that might Woody be McGrath from Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. So uh, Ted's woodworking is awesome. They just go around and steal everything and then sell it again. Well, they're really actually- awesome at marketing and stealing other people's content and being complete and utter <laughs> dirt bags. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I well, mean. We'll, uh, you know, we, if you're going to go in for it, go go all the way. Yeah, you know, why be half a shitbag? Let's not let's 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 start this. Let's start it out on a positive note. I mean, we've already. That is a positive note. It is not a positive note. Iowa's it's within the, driving distance. It's the greasy, grimy, thieving underbelly of human society. Ted is so, or Mister Woody McGrath. Let's just move on and uh, think Izzy, about other things. I'm wanting you to not, to, you know, don't hold back, buddy. <laughs> no. Tell us all. I. uh I think you should probably let your feelings out ah. and stuff. But uh, Izzy, looks like you've been doing some cleaning. From I, what I can see, I, a, I a think quick, I don't a know quick if rearranging is probably the right word. Just moving one pile of stuff into something that looks semi-organized is probably mm-hmm. it. So uh, what you've been working on here besides chainsaw things that cut wooden things into smaller wooden things? Um, I'm working on the next couple of videos and actually nothing pretty, really that exciting. Um, well, yeah, a little bit, but, um, 
working. Uh, one of the things I'm super excited about is we I had we had our first meeting with the architect in the Greenville uh, Creative Arts Center, Center for the Creative Arts. I don't know why they call it that, um, which is really cool. We're they're um, they're. Doing, I saw that they, on your gram. Yeah, they're doing a big build out that I'm pretty excited about with them. Um, and uh, you know, it's uh, woodworking. Uh, they're calling it 3D art and woodworking. So. We're going to have two different floors, all kinds of fun stuff, CNCs, and um, I'm telling you, this the shop is going to be set up just, <laughs> it's going to be an amazing setup. So, uh, I've been, I got involved with them about six months ago. It's one of the reasons I moved to Greenville, and we are, um, rather I am right now at point planning out the, uh, this face, you know, what equipment we're going to have, how it's going to be all laid out, that kind of stuff. So, it's been um, kind of fun doing that. So that's what I've been working on. And partially the reason the shop is clean. I've got all the plans and um, stuff laid out so I can I can see them. Nice. I really yeah. enjoyed well, your video. Was, like anticlimactic. No. But no, I, I, was, I, I enjoyed right your mom. video. It was it was awesome. I like the the whole crank and 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 easy ripping of of the round logs to square logs. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot that video came out this morning. It did. Yeah, it did. That, that, that I've been really impressed with that little mill. I'm I'm not trying to you know, I'm, I don't want to overstate it, but holy hell that thing works awesome. <laughs> so it's just 50 bucks and a chainsaw and you're good to go. You can like you know, move to Alaska and build a log house. There you go. Done deal. That'd be awesome. Live yeah. off the grid. Screw society. Screw the man. <laughs> So, of course, it's a lot of hard work, <laughs> and and kind of slow. It take you like a year and a half of like you know just milling up these logs, so you got oh, boards out the, of them. If you know if they're going to build a house your size, yes, yes, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I had um, a uh, a friend of mine gave me a bunch of logs uh, from we had the hurricane here that we've talked about, and a uh, bunch of stuff fell down. And he's like, "Hey, dude, you want some of these logs?" And uh, he goes, "I think it's maple." And then we cut into it. It's poplar, so th that was disappointing because you know what are you going to do with green wood, <laughs> the literal green wood? But uh, right. So I went out and I bought one of those uh, uh, shitty uh, electric chainsaws to cut this stuff up. I forgot how much fun those things are because <laughs> <laughs> the electric ones are nice because there's really no investment. You know, you just you buy it. It's like I think I paid thirty five dollars for this stupid thing. And uh, I cut an entire, like, I don't know how much poplar up with it. And then uh, I was like, wow, this is, I forgot how much fun these things are. So They're coming I, thought out about building a, I thought about building a mill for it, but uh, then I realized I have an electric chainsaw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. in, don't sell yourself short. Even with an electric chainsaw, um, you can get some pretty amazing results. You obviously aren't going to be going through 15 or 20 inches of wood at a time. But if you were to build the mill so it, it, you know, you know, ratchet it over, you could start by cutting four or five inches deep and then come back and, you know, cut another four or five inches deep and you could be making slabs with that. So it's not See, like funny it's you not say that because I was hogging out about 12 inches at a time because the, the logs were about 12 inches round and I just went, plowed straight through them all. So it was- Yeah, yeah. wet, ripping wet green poplar. Than, ripping is different than cross-cutting as well. So, I mean, cross-cutting is a lot easier in the way of the way the- the lignans and, and this crystalline structure of wood, it's easier to cut cross cuts than it is to rip. So, um, 
you can get a lot more rip capacity out of a saw than you can get, or a lot more crosscut capacity out of a saw than you can get rip. Just yes, like I, I cut these all. I cut these always. So <laughs> yeah, this it was just this was just a this was basically a grown boy with a new toy. That's so awesome. I was just cutting up everything. It was it was you really were cutting through twelve inches with a thirty dollar saw. Yeah, yeah. I I'll take a picture and uh, so, show you the wood. No, I'm just thinking that that's cool because I know you know Mike you know. hasn't been the only person that has said those exact same words. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that true? I I too have I have actually two Husqvarna uh, saws, a a big ass one, a four sixty five, that I figured out that I didn't want to haul all around the property, so I bought a nice small one that's with a like a sixteen inch bar on it and uh, mm-hmm. or fourteen inch bar on it. The other one has a twenty twenty two inch bar on it. And yep. uh, they both just the one's old as dirt. I bought a yard sale for a hundred bucks. The the new one was I think one hundred and fifty. The small one, mm-hmm. and they just is surprising how much power is packed into little packages these days. Yeah, yeah, I, mine I, plugs into the wall. Yeah, <laughs> so, I cut that. I I have two electric chainsaws and they work great for. I mean, if you're like if you're near an outlet, there's no maintenance. Like they well, start they, up and they do. I had the, I had this when I first started. I got out there and I I had this little, um, not a necessarily a worthy uh, extension cord, and that thing was, <laughs> it got to be a bit warm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that thing is uh, they're fun. If you haven't had a chance to play with the chain, I've actually bought it for. Uh, um, I have this Bradford pear growing in my front yard that needs to be trimmed because it's uh, it, the branches are too close to the ground, so I want to cut it up into the air a little bit, which I was told this is actually the time of the year to start doing that. So it is. Uh, I'm going to go do some trimming on that thing. I wasn't going to do it this weekend, but I got suckered into all kinds of horse shit. Um, a buddy of mine had, during the hurricane, had his neighbor's tree fell over into his house and broke all of the siding on one side of it. And I, Mike, I want to interrupt. I just want to say good on yeah. you for being the good neighbor and going out and doing the thing that you did. That was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. The um, well, the two weeks ago, I went to his house because he uh, he needed um, he built this giant wraparound porch on the other side of the house. The tree didn't fall on, and he needed some um, some aluminum bent to you know put uh, was that soffit up. So he needed the fascia and all that. And he's like, you know, have you ever used an aluminum brake? And I'm like, I, you, I was the brake guy. Uh, my old man used to do construction, so I went over to his house and did that for a weekend, and then he called me because you're never going to believe this. I said, what? He showed me a picture. He's like, there's a tree in my house. And uh, so he's like, you know, do you know how to do siding? I'm like, I was the siding guy. <laughs> 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 so, um, so, yeah, so he goes, well, you know, if you want to swing by, and uh, I, the, I, I remembered how quickly things go when you're on the ground and how unbelievably long they take when you get in the air. You know, he's just... Uh, we went through the first probably 10 rows of siding in 15, maybe 20 minutes. And then as it started getting up into the year, I was like, wow, it's getting closer to three o'clock. And uh, we've been doing this for all morning. So it was, uh, I, I remember now why I don't do manual labor for a living because, you know, reasons. So sweat. It was a lot. Typically it's yeah. sweat for me. That's awesome. Yeah. And I get carpal tunnel too. Who knew that was a thing? My wrist is all hurt and stuff. So probably from all that typing you do. That's exactly. Well, yeah, I have these, uh, I really, I have bitch hands, uh, you know, and I don't mean that in the, uh, in the sense of, um, you know, uh, you just, you just, you, you, you just, you don't use your hands a lot. 
No, no, they they using them makes me bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was just sitting there. I was like, oh, it's so much pain in this wrist right here. Everybody goes, dude, bitching awesome. about your hands for all <laughs> the morning. I'm like, oh, I have bitch hands. My hands yeah, feel I'm- like they're covered in saddlebag leather. <laughs> yeah, well, my hand. Well, it's funny because my hands are still. Uh, you know, my hands are actually not weak as well, water, but uh, yeah, apparently the um, I need to get work out more or something. And so, so I sold my wife on getting a tractor. Wow, I'm gonna first... edit that to make that sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> so when we uh, when when we moved in here, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna have a heart attack doing all this stuff." I said, "Wouldn't it be better if I didn't?" And she said, "Yes." I said, "Great." Then you also agree that I should have a tractor. And so that's all you need is just a, just, just a tractor. And you hit her with a heart attack. It immediately improves health. Yeah. No, it, it ends up being the fact that we have a lot of stuff that needs doing around here on the property. And I found out that it was not necessarily a luxury as I thought it was going to be and more of an implement of necessity. I'm sure I would have had to rent at least a couple of, um, skid steers or, or small excavators by now anyway to do the things that we needed to do and uh well if you hadn't bought an entire compound that might not have been an issue just saying that's true (laughs) i mean it would be really weird to park your tractor in front of your condo Mm -hmm. but uh but you know to each their own (laughs) and uh and it was it, it it was it was fun uh and and we we continued to use it just the other day i was using it to 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 pull um uh, I have, I had to change out the sand in our pull filter, um, because the previous owners lied. And so, um, we did that, but part of that trick is that you have to use this, you have to use a shop back to pull out 350 pounds of sand and it's all wet sand and you have to dump it. And usually people spread out a tarp and then they haul it into buckets and then they roll it out and spread it out somewhere to get rid of it. And so I just rolled up the tractor, dropped the, the bucket across the fence and started loading the pails in there. And then I just dumped it in one fell swoop. So it was, it really is one of those things where if you can work smarter and continue to have your bitch hands, then you may do the best you can with that. So please let's not make that a thing. <laughs> bitch hands. That could be, that could be a shirt. Yeah. No, yes. Bad enough. I got yeah. bitch tits. I don't Alex, need. Alex, no, it can't. <laughs> I, don't need... I um, am coming to England next year, so it can't. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I work uh, manual labor. <coughs> apparently, uh, I'm allergic. So happens to the best of us. Except yeah, I'm Izzy. Actually, fortunately, this uh, th- this allergy came on late in life because I used to do a lot of it when I was younger without much trouble. But I think that's where you develop the labor. Like that's where the allergy comes in. Because it, at a certain point, people who have had desk jobs will go off midlife and they'll say, I, you know, I'd like to be a lumberjack. No, and I, no, I never, wouldn't. I never realized that dream. And then they do that and they go, oh, well, that was a stupid ass dream. <laughs> and now what do I, now what am I going to do with all this flannel? Right. No, it's, if you work really hard early in life, like I was a dishwasher at 12 years old in my parents' restaurant and I worked as a line cook and I worked as managers and I did those things and I can cook really well. I've been, uh, taught by some amazing chefs on 
how to treat food. And everybody's like, Joel, you should open a restaurant. And I knowing full well, when I know the answer is always right. That's hmm. true, but I'm not going to. Yes, I would have, but I didn't. And, right. Uh, here we are. And, and I'm not going to do those things because I know better. I learned early on. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, Who are you people? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, he- the funny part is, is I used to be like, when I was 15 years old, I was roofing. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's a, uh, but yeah, you just, I mean, it's like, um, you're telling know, me you're it. more of a 15, you were a 15 year old man. You're more of a man when you were 15 than you are now. No, I'm just, uh, I can be more particular now because uh, I don't have to do that. <laughs> True. <laughs> right. That's right. all it is. All right. I, um, I grew up on the ad and probably like you, I, I busted, you know, my ass when I was a kid. I grew up on a farm, built log homes. I mean, all highly physical labor jobs throughout my young adult life. And um, now that I spend more time behind a computer than I do, you know, physical stuff, I hate it. I hate computers. I, I'd rather, much rather, we're aware, be breaking balls and you know cutting my hands and getting all nasty out in the woods, and I'd be sitting here. Hmm. Yeah, I don't mind the uh, I don't mind the hard labor. I just uh, you know I, I I think smaller doses is probably the uh, prescription. So yeah, that's but, true. I mean, I you know, the, I, I, the I, other and. I was just going to say, I've always said that uh, anyone who thinks that uh, I'm allergic to hard work, if you want to come spend a day with me in the office, <laughs> I'm I'm happy to have you there. <laughs> so, the, uh, the the other thing about it is, if it is not your profession, like uh, what's the old saying? Like uh, electricians always has problems with his lights, and a plumber never has anything drain right, and a mechanic always has the worst cars. You know, it's, if that's your thing, chances of you doing it for yourself for for no money uh, becomes a lot less because mm-hmm. i can pick and choose the projects i work on and therefore the benefit of me so it, it makes more I mean, it's a lot more fun when i'm doing something physical like replacing a, a stupid sand in a filter um instead of a guy charging me 380 dollars um knock it out and i can live with that and it's while tedious and annoying and irritating and all the other things, I, by the end of the day, I was happy it was done. But I'm not sure if I did that for a living, that I would probably want to do that at my house mm. after I'm done with the day. Well, that's the experiences of things are, are more kind of, you know, what I'm interested in. So when I go and I help him with, you know, go use the brake and do the aluminum siding, you know, the, the aluminum bending and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, go to help him with the siding and all that. Like there's, I get my fill, you know, I, I'm happy to play around and, you know, then I'm done with it and I'm ready to move on. You know, I don't, I don't need to do any more of that. I wonder, you know, it's like, yeah, I would like, guys, I hope that you take some time, you know, out there in the audience to give us some feedback about this particular subject about, you know, your profession, whether you're, um, you know, whether you're a desk jockey or you're, you know, you're a tree monkey, whatever you're doing out there. Um, what is a tree monkey? <laughs> I just uh, tree monkey. Uh, are, are you the guys go around? The guys go around climbing trees to cut them down at people's houses. Um, what are tree monkeys. The arborists. Okay. Um, tin knockers, sparkies, tree monkeys. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to just shut up now. No, but I would be interested. I would be interested to, you know, get some feedback and, and what your thoughts are, you know, and if you have, if you ever, you know, maybe you write a desk and you went out and, you know, you got a job doing some crazy manual physical labor and said, screw this. Um, anything I'd like, I'd like love to hear some feedback from you guys. I think it'd be interesting to see what the general consensus is. There's a whole bunch of makers that have, you know, have gone away from, um, you know, Bob Claggett was, um, uh, yeah, he was a web developer and he and you know, started is. his gen and still is for himself. <laughs> right. You know, he was working for right? Dell or something, wasn't he? uh I yeah i think i think so and then you know there are other makers actually there's a lot of makers that are are also content creators that were at one point um some sort of desk jockey so it's it doesn't surprise me that people make those choices because any one thing for any given point of time nobody can do that indefinitely i don't care who you are unless you're like coming you know there's some there's some things that are always changing and it keeps your interest in them but most jobs you know the, it, their whole job is that you do your thing repetitively well like that's the whole point of it if you're a fry cook your job is to fry those french fries and they need to be crispy every time and so eventually maybe french fries are going to lose their interest for you right so i i, I think it, it's not uncommon at all for people to either have hopes and aspirations of um you know getting a change of scenery with their work it's i mean it makes sense well that's yeah, one I of mean, the it um, does i'm just wondering if after they had that change of scenery if they were like oh i'm so ready to go back to work or if they were like i just want to keep doing this i guess if that's what i was trying to get at yeah i i, I don't would you call that a failure rate then maybe would that be a would that be a thing that would be no, there's there's no such thing as failure Fish. okay failure. sorry well it's, let's just say it is a term you said that before yeah you know what i mean um yeah I mean, it's, which it's, is weird because i've been married before and there's a term and it's, it's not a, you learn <laughs> look, look how much you learn i did i did i did i you know i had a test wife and then i have a real wife now so what you call it? Yeah, she's she's my test wife. Jesus. <laughs> um, Why? What do you yeah, call I, it? Yeah, exactly. So test wife works. Yeah. Well, you can't call it a failure. So. Right. right. Can't call it a failure. Apparently, that's not. That's not. <laughs> I hear the potato chip come ringing out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the reasons that, you know, I've talked about. Uh, I don't make things for a living because I, you know, the repetitive nature of it all. Um, I just it, it you know, I I, I got to do something that I enjoy and then move on and then, uh, you know, hope my memory doesn't last very long and then if I have to make that thing again, I find joy in it again. Right. So says says, says the tray king of uh, North Carolina. Oh yeah, but now you've seen all the trays. None of them have been the same. That's true. No one tray is the same. Yeah, they've all been different. I, uh, I, I've actually every single one of them I've built has been even assembled differently because I hate myself Ooh. and I like extra work. <laughs> Speaking of repetitive things, Joel, I ordered that set that you recommended. Yes, it came, and I am very excited now. Like I have yeah. the first part of thing that I'm going to use to assemble the CNC when it gets here. 
and I am crazy excited about that now. Oh, is that the thing you guys were uh, messaging about? Yeah, I was asking Joel because Joel's put a US, uh, US, or yeah, a CNC, the USB CNC. Help me out here. CNC US, router parts, uh, uh, CNC, CNC router parts, CNC together before, and I haven't. So I was, you know, I've I've gotten wise in my old age. I ask people that have gone before me what what I need to know, and they tell you, and it just makes life easier. So um, I asked Joel what to get, and he was telling me, you know, get this, get these stuff. It'll just make your life easier. So I did, and now it's sitting here, and I'm staring at it with longing eyes. I want to use it. Hello. Yeah, it's it's a um, <laughs> right, right, right. And now Joel's sitting creepily in the dark. I am. <laughs> I said CNC. He got excited. He can't. Help. Well, the, yeah, no, I, I I love CNC technology. I think it's awesome. I'm I'm going to be probably building another one when we get a little bit more floor space, but um. But yeah, it's, it's a fun thing to put together. And I honestly, I'll tell you what, if you can, if you're going to get into that technology, it is so much better for your first one to build it yourself because while it is a giant pain in the ass and you can't play it with it for the first two, three days or two weeks, depending on how much time you have to put to it, um, you have now the knowledge of how every single thing came to be and why it was there. And so when a problem pops up and it will, then you know pretty much where to begin troubleshooting for it. And, uh, I guess, I guess you could apply that to anything, but specifically in CNC's where it's whole job is to be repetitive movement and those, it, once you get that dialed in, it's great. It's it's, and, and knowing how the machine was built because you built it is like, it just makes troubleshooting so much easier. So does this mean I'm going backwards? why is that because <laughs> i've had a few cnc machines including some big pro machines so yeah, yeah those all showed up built though didn't they yeah all my machines have shown up built minus the x carve i think i put the very first x carve i got i put together myself everything else has always been wasn't that the one that you put on that crazy flip top table no i made it i made it like six feet long <laughs> so. right <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, I mean with, with that, or, or even I imagine it would work the same for like 3d printers or anything else, or say if you were making a, you know, slabbing machine for your trusty handy dandy electric saw, you would probably, it would probably make some, some benefit to you to know why your boards are coming out wonky and, and how you can fix that. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's, it, it applies to lots of things. I don't think you need to know, or I don't think you need to build your first car to know how to drive, but I bet you, if you built your first car, you'd know where, when it's having an issue, where that issue is at and how to fix it. Right. Right. Makes sense. No, some things not. are worth it. Some things aren't. So yeah, I have a, it's just exciting. It's just one of those things that I'm, I'm thrilled to pieces about getting set up and I can't um, believe you're I've getting been, a five by 10. I'm, I'm not. I'm getting the four by eight. <laughs> so, uh, so I have a question. Since you guys are like people that do stuff, um, if so, let's say that I was starting a maker business, me, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm new guy to maker business. I've got some tools that my you know, father left me, and uh, some other stuff I picked up at a flea market. At what point do you recommend getting either you know some type of CNC machine or? laser machine or something and um oh. <laughs> and 
rabbit hole. Why? No, that just depends on the product that you're producing. You know, I mean, if it's um, which nowadays, I mean, yeah, you know, it just depends on what you're producing. If you're producing something that's extremely repetitive, uh, I'd say get one as fast as you can. Well, I mean, how much do you? Because I see all the stuff that people make. I mean, it seems like. I mean, personalization is kind of a big deal, right, nowadays? So, sure. And being able to make things like, Joe, all those cutting boards and stuff that you made that are just kind of unique and interesting. Um, I mean, is is having a CNC machine, um, you know, I guess a, another part of that question would be, is having a CNC machine or a laser, um, are they necessary for makers these days? Is that something that if you're going to be a maker, you should, you know, that, that you no. just accept at one point that's going to be part of your repertoire? No, absolutely not. I don't think they're necessary at all. So, Joel? It's, uh, <laughs> so I, I have a couple of viewpoints on this. One is you need to be exceptional at whatever you do. So w pick, pick whatever it is, whether it's carving rocks or chopping down trees or making personalized license plate or whatever. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, I know some guys that do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I don't know what your thing is, but you need to be exceptional at that. So just because you have the tool doesn't mean that you're going to display your best effort. So can you do it without say a CNC or something like that? Yes. Lots of people do. Um, I find that there is a repertoire of certain projects that happen for woodworkers everybody makes a cutting board everybody makes bottle stoppers if you're a turner everybody makes bowls and they can be as simple and intricate as as, as they want to be um and those are all things that you're going to see it depends on the venue that you're selling but if you're trying to sell literally the same old crap on etsy um you better be really good at it one of the ways you can cheat that is by personalizing things and making an effort for that. Um, so if you're making the same old things, but yet you can put somebody's sister-in-law's birthday on it, then that's going to maybe set you ahead of other people that would maybe increase your sales for that thing. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than the fact of whatever you do, it needs to be you can't just make, you know, stream tables all your life or Creek tables or whatever tables all, you know, you can, but know that there are 75 other people that are doing those same things. Um, and so you're working the whole, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this other than the fact that when we do production work, I try to look for things that I'm interested in, or somebody comes to me with a product and they have a set number of orders to do. Um, that way I know that there's a market form or that there's a potential market form. But if somebody said to me, Hey, I'd like you to make a bread box and I'd go do the research and say, well, unless this bread box is really damn interesting, I don't see a way that I can successfully sell this. Unlike, unless it's just like the best of the best. Of, like it's inlaid with ebony, you know, with, with, with amazing workmanship and you can produce six of those a year and there better be a market for people that can afford a $10,000 bread box. <laughs> so, so, so it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things. So the, the question is, do you need it? No, 
can it be damn useful and a great way to cheat your way to being a little bit more successful? Yes. And you should be able to pay off a machine within the first six months of using it. There's local stuff, there's online sales, there's no reason not to. Well, and it seems like, I mean, most of the, the, I mean, all the spots around here that do sell, you know, like selling things, um, it seems like all of the people that have the most stuff to sell have some type of either laser or CNC, right? So that's, um, yeah, so I'm well, just, it, it's, it's really, I mean, you easy. don't need it if you make a lot of pallet wood walls <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. But the, uh, yeah, if you're, doing it, if you're making trinkets, I mean, it seems like the type of thing that you should probably have sooner than later. Um, particularly, you know, if you do any signage and, and stuff like that, it just seems like it would be easier to do. Yep. Oh yeah. Definitely for signage. Definitely well, for small personalized. Like if you're, if your goal is to be the key, you know, keychain master of the world, then then you probably want to have things like CNCs and lasers. You may even want to be better than that. You may want to have fiber lasers that can etch metal. You know, there, there might be some things out there that, that engrave, you know, into stainless or brass that, mm. that might be the product that you need to reach for. Yeah. It depends on what you want. If you're making Adirondack chairs, if you're building kitchens, if you're doing anything like that, yeah, you need a CNC is going to exponentially increase your workflow, period. And alleviate a whole lot of mistakes, um, not just the small stuff, you know, but if that's not what you're doing, if you're doing like what Ryan does, he's got all these different variety of things and he's using material that's never the same. He's always just using reclaimed stuff. Then it's not necessarily something that's important to have. So, you know what, you know, an experience I found weird and, I, and um, unless you had to, <laughs> sorry, as you say, unless you're making yeah. those round, um, those, the connect four games. Then yes, yes. <laughs> oh God, I did one of those with a goddamn pole saw. I, I I could actually see my life changing as I was making it. Um, but yeah, one of the things I thought was weird when I first got the CNC machine, I spent I don't even uncountable hours using it, um, and it was the only thing I used. And I didn't hit use you know it was actually set on my table saw when I first built it, and I uh, made a table for it and moved it over. It was the first time I used my table saw after using the CNC for a while. Nervous. It felt it felt like an uncomfortable tool to me. Yeah. <laughs> like before that, it was. I mean, I've been using a table saw since I was twelve years old. I mean, you know, so it was just. I've always felt. I've always had a lot of respect for it, but I've always been able to. I've always been able to move around them, um, and feel very comfortable with them. So you know, I'm comfortable managing kickback and all this stuff. I mean, I'm just. I'm always paying attention to the tool. Um, but th- it was like it was like being reborn again after you know going from having. You know, because CNC, you hit the button and you watch. You know, you're just like, hey, this is it's woodworking for me. <laughs> you know, so, um, and then you know, having to actually like be the woodworker again, it was kind of weird. Just like there was no button to hit that, you know, started me up, and I was sitting there in front of the saw again. It was, uh, and then when I got to the when I started using the bandsaw, that was horrifying. Like that was a whole <laughs> that was a whole different experience. <laughs> so. I was like, Jesus, this thing looks like it cut me in half on accident. You know, it's just the machinery, the machinery gives you a chance to do different things and it gives you a chance to expand what you have to offer. And so it, at the end of the day, the, what is, you have to figure out where your focus is. If it's going to be building, you know, accent walls for folks, then maybe you just need a chop saw and a, and a, 
couple of router bits and a table saw. You know, that that might be the thing. All and right. so really we're talking about making stuff on our show. I know, right? it's kind of weird. I mean, sorry. You know what we should be talking about? This is Klingspor. <laughs> Speaking of making stuff, I can't do be. my job without the amazing sand, sanding. <laughs> Those folks over at Klingspor, let's not forget about them. <laughs> they make some of the best abrasive toilet paper I have ever used in my life. Oh, it, it really is. It, it takes the... Uh... It gets in there, <laughs> which I imagine is not going to be their next slogan on the, uh... <laughs> it gets in there. Yeah. Things for abrasives. It takes the b-hole straight down to the, <laughs> wouldn't... well, they were our quickest ever sponsor. Yes. That was, it was good. It was good having was them good on board. It, <laughs> it was good while it lasted. No, I, I have to say, uh, and, and I do have to say this like literally contractually, uh, we order about $350 worth of sandpaper from them about every two months or so. And, uh, hands down, their abrasives are the best. And I did that long before we got our sponsorship and I'll do it long after they tell us to yeah, <laughs> go never, is, never mention their name again. <laughs> right. Well, there's a thing, you know, and I mean, this is not nothing to do with clean sport. It's just got to do with quality of equipment and across the board. <laughs> Wait. Wait, don't say that. No, I'm I'm just saying I'm you, it sounds hear me it, out. It sounds like you're saying they are not quality. No, no, no. And you and they are the, if you they let are me the unicorn finish, meat. They are the unicorn meat of processed foods. They are. No, I mean if you use a quality blade, if you you know, if, instead of going and buying the Diablo, which isn't a terrible blade for an over the counter blade, um, but if you go and like to a mana and you order the prestige blade. That blade's going to last you five times longer. It only costs twenty bucks more. It's going to—it's just a much better performing blade. If you go to Home Depot and buy sandpaper, you're going to be throwing paper, sandpaper away left and right. You're going to go through it quickly, um, as opposed to using a high quality sandpaper like you would get from Clingspore, which will last a lot longer. You're I spending, have a confession: spending less money when you buy quality than you are when you buy cheap. Period. I have a confession. Do tell. Somebody bought I'm, sandpaper at Home Depot. You did. I get all my I get all my table saw blades in a three pack. Oh, you buy the blue ones? <laughs> Jesus. You don't Christ. buy the blue ones. I can't even remember you, what they're called now. And you call a, yourself a, a woodworker. <laughs> Those things they stay sharp for half a cut. But that's all I need. <laughs> they're good for no. two and a half trays, Mike, at best. Mike. So uh, Mike. So I Mike. I'm I'm only, I'm partially kidding, but, um, I recently bought, I bought one blade on Amazon that cost me $140 for my table saw, which is almost more than the table saw. Um, but the, uh, the, I bought the three pack because I've been ripping up some pallets and, uh, nails are a thing. So I didn't want to, you know, smash up the really good blade, but uh, yeah, very recently I have bought a, I bought a three pack of table saw blades. I have. uh... I felt I have to confess because I felt shame. I so. I too have that probably the very same blade that you bought for your table saw, but I have two of those. I send one off to them to get sharpened. I use the other one. I kind of keep them in rotation, and they are, um, they are brutally expensive. I have. I Which have ones had, do you have? 
I, I bought that two years ago, too. and oh, I haven't forest. had to sharpen it. <laughs> if you that thing all right. plows through wood. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. I've already bought them, Izzy. They're, I'm not throwing them out. The prestige blade from Amana, forty tooth. You will never buy another table saw blade as long as you live, even for your fine work. I'm telling you. All right, hold on. I'm ordering it as we speak. I don't. I don't do fine work. Prestige. Let's see. I want to. I want to do this just because. Um, table saw. Uh, every so time. D- does Klingspor so own that? I'll tell you a little story. I'll tell you a little story. I think. I think Klingspor carries a mana. If not, BP Way does. All everybody's in the Toolmasters, but um, uh, they had uh. Well, guy who's been an industry leader in Millworks for forever recommended it to me, and I went and bought it uh, kind of suspiciously because he was telling me this to get this thing's the f- only sixty five bucks. I know, telling me to get the forty tooth, and I got the forty tooth, like he said, and I'm telling you, it is freaking amazing. Well, and it's on the way because I just ordered the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you know, so that's, um, those are this, it's like the sandpaper. It's like when you go from going to Home Depot and buying your sandpaper and then you switch over to something like Klingspore or like Klingspore because they make their own here in the U.S. They're the best. Made right here in the United right, States right, of right. America. <laughs> For a limited time only. No, um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. now put an offer code unicorn meat to get $5 <laughs> off any order. Um, it is absolutely the best. And you're, you'll be like, oh, what the hell was I thinking? And is, you know. It just you spend less money when you buy quality. Period. And that you could beat that into people's heads. Sometimes that would make a difference. It lasts long and it's so soft. But that being said, it. you should build your own. You should definitely build your own uh, chainsaw sawmill. You shouldn't buy one. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a thousand dollars. Is the cheapest one I found. Unless you get that one that slides up and down the two by four. But that's I don't know. God, are we forty three minutes into this and I haven't asked once what's on your bench? What I feel. <laughs> Well, I, t- I, I feel would, like a bad host. I would, I would tell you that's, that, you know, of course, Let's, our Patreon. Do we have the list of Patreon subscribers? Do we have the? Uh, yeah, list? we we can do the list. Actually, we just added a new Patreon supporter. Get out of touch. I know, I know. Hold on, what? let me find. Let me hold on. Let me find Dude, the name. If you say their name, I will slap you the second. I'm, I'm going to say Hickory their Center. name, and we're going to have a trumpet do a thing. <laughs> I know, I know. It sounded. So, uh, like the, uh, 18- someone, someone just said Klingspore makes their own table saw blades now. I have not tried them, so I can't speak to them. But. Son of a bitch. I just ordered that other one. What did you <laughs> Mike, Mike, if you, if you're, you can hear the us. other Mike, not me. You not you. Sorry. Uh, we, we need some swag here to test out this, this table saw this. Yeah. Mike, I'm going to be at Hickory, uh, in Hickory. So if you've got any of those laying around. <laughs> hey i ordered shirts by the way for who for us what yeah i know Did you, get, you, you ordered the extra medium you ordered shirts for the guy who goes shirtless 90 percent of the time yes i i i did not order any shirtless ones uh, sleeveless ones i was gonna say you didn't order any shirtless shirts the shirtless shirts kind of hot you didn't order sleeveless shirts so, uh, do we have shirts for sale, or do we have we, shirts to give well, away, or are they one, just shirts one of for the us? benefits of our brand new web host for the maybe I said too much dot com site is that there's an integrated sales platform in there. 
And so we can put our uh, shirts right up into that biatch. Yeah, I was going to work on that today, but I was siding. <laughs> so, oh, I never have time. I just need time. Yeah, don't we all? Did you ever notice that, uh, I think, uh, who was it? Ellen said once that, uh, you know, people ask for more time and then they get time and they don't do anything else with it. But I don't really feel like that for me. I feel like I really don't have enough time. <laughs> it's, uh, I, feel, I, I feel that I don't utilize my time as best I could. However, I used it the best way I knew how to today. No, yeah, well, that, I, told, uh, I told my wife that uh, next weekend um, I want to be able to sit down on my couch, stare blankly off into space, and have no one need anything from me whatsoever because i still have an outfeed table i haven't even sniffed finishing um and i don't even know that i want to do that i may just sit there and turn on the uh because ozark season two just came out on netflix and i've seen exactly zero seconds of it which is the wrong number by the way um but uh because that sh- the first step the first season was amazing but i have not yet watched it i'm you excited seen ozark no is oh it, my god is it uncomfortable like everything yeah. goes wrong all the time. Is uh, are you a fan, a fan of Jason Bateman, that guy there? Whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. yeah. Just you need to see this show. Okay. It's I'll, I'll watch it. What show? I've got. Why it's am called I... Ozark. It's on Netflix, and they are not a sponsor, by the way. Uh. <laughs> Netflix. They they also clean your your beehole right off. I don't. I don't think it works for them the same as it does for the. It's uh, Netflix and wipe. Netflix and wipe. Oh God, that sounds like the greatest Friday night I've ever heard of. <laughs> Sorry. So the uh, no, I I have a couple of things on the playlist I haven't gotten around to. Uh, the the Game of Thrones. Uh, I started watching a couple of episodes years ago when it first came out, and I didn't get into it right then. But uh, with any luck, the I will have a change of heart with it and start watching it because I've been chastised many times. I haven't seen six seconds of that show. It's just not my thing. But uh, I don't watch much TV. Although I will say one, uh, there was one, was it one weekend not that long ago, I thought I had brain cancer and uh, I had a uh, headache <laughs> that I couldn't, no, I really did. Um, I had a headache that uh, <laughs> that I could not get up off the couch. Like my body physically would move. So I just sat down and started watching Ozark and, um, turns out I didn't have brain cancer and I ended up getting to see that show and it was amazing. So, <laughs> but, uh, and you shouldn't diagnose yourself with brain cancer, by the way, that's cause a little self-diagnosis problem there. <laughs> well, Maybe. The thing well is, you, you had a splinter and then you went on Google and then, you know, yeah, you get on WebMD and, and you're like, died. okay, so yeah. I have, I have nine cancers and diabetes <laughs> and diabetes yeah just you yeah you know, and you're like and then it turns out you're like oh no i just split my fingernail and it hurts really bad so it's just uh but yeah that was uh but that was a great weekend because i got to lay there and stare blankly into space and not do things ozark huh excuse me great show so good yeah. we didn't even get we're we're, we've only got 10 minutes left. We didn't even get to our topic tonight. We didn't. We haven't talked about anything tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. And I was bragging that this was going to be a great show. I think it has been a great show. Lies. All right. Everybody in the comments, just uh, if you wouldn't mind, tell us if you think it's been a great show so far. 
I I think it has, and I've been here the whole time. I have been here the whole time. I've been here. Well, it's funny because all the all these shows that Izzy thinks are the shittiest ones we've done have been the ones I've gotten the best feedback on. So I doubt this will be one of those. But this <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see the house I tagged you in, Mike? Yes, Do Puerto you, Rico. Yeah, I know. Bank owned, like under a hundred grand. It's an amazing property. And let me guess, nobody down in your company does Puerto Rican loans. Um, that's very different than doing loans in Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, I'm going to be very cautious in the way I answer that question. <laughs> yes, Joel, we'll do loans for Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do them in, in the, in the landmass that is Puerto Rico, but if you are Puerto Rican and want a loan, please don't shy away from my company. I'm almost 100% sure that's against the law. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. We should probably phrase that a little differently. I'm assuming you probably need to have a license or something in every state. Yes. I'm licensed in 26 of them until the end of the year, at which point they all expire. And But fortunately, I've done 42 hours of continuing education this, month, this uh, year, so I get to keep them. Thanks. That'll be an exciting week to talk to you, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, Izzy, you use chainsaws for a living. How much continuing education do you do? <laughs> Someone tell me how that works. Um, a lot more. I than, do mortgages. A lot more than you think. <laughs> is, it, is it like you go through a week and you haven't chopped off your foot? Like, is that not a week's worth of continuing education? I, no, but I, I mean, do. That's, I, I, mm -hmm. Like I'll sit down and watch things. Like today, literally today, I was watching uh, a mathematician go through the um, the sequence and equations of figuring out um, load strength, shear strength, and momentum or um, moment strength of um, wood rafters. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time just because I want to know, and just in case I ever decide I need to use that information. So well, let me just uh, for those of you, and none of you care, but. I'm going to walk you through this anyway, because it's my show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's our show. But right. People tell me there's other people on the show and I believe them because I can see them, but I don't really believe them. But anyway, so I do mortgages. There's been exactly zero people who have been killed by a mortgage in their lifetime. Um, they make us do 20 hours of initial testing and then you have to do anywhere between eight to... 40 hours, depending on the number of licenses you have at the end of every year. Right. Wow. So, and you, and you have to do it every year, every year I get fingerprinted. My credit report is pulled. All of that information is submitted to the department of Homeland security and the FBI to do a background check. And I do continuing education. Think about that for a second. You use a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> and you are not licensed by the state, sir, or the federal government to use that chainsaw. No, I'll come to think yes. of it, all the important stuff I've ever done in my life, I didn't have to have a license for. Like, I've had seven kids. You don't have to have a license for that. Uh, People should God, definitely they, have a license for that. Yeah. They need to license that. Yeah, they should. Um, I operate massive equipment that can kill people. No, no licenses for that. Um, yeah. I by thought the you were going to say, you I operate, no and you were talking about your kids. That would have been awesome. Like I operate seven children, 
and I don't have a license for that. <laughs> yeah, but I was. Just, you ended another YouTube video without saying, and don't put your finger in there. Oh, sorry. Don't put your finger in it. Yeah. And, and those are two good ones that you could have actually, like, that could have been applicable. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm telling, I'm just letting you know, next time you do it, I'm driving down there. I'm going to take your computer. I'm deleting your entire YouTube channel. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's that, okay. That should be your call sign. Like Izzy, Izzy says at the end of it, you know, like, unless it's like painting, like, I don't think there's going to be any well, mortal then, harm in painting. And then the next time we do a cling spore commercial and oh. I talk about wiping your b-hole with their sandpaper, you can go. And don't put your finger in it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how so, this podcast ends. We, um, uh, in, in, um, thanks. So we thanks needed, for the money, Mike. <laughs> we, we needed a table painted today. And, um, uh, my kid, my daughter loves to paint. I mean, you give her a brush and she just, she's happy. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just give her some gray, something to paint it on. She'll paint it on there. Well, JJ decided to help today, and uh, the two of them were going, they were doing fine, and um, I came in here literally for three minutes and sat down, and then I hear JJ just giggling his butt off, and I walk out to the next room over behind me, and the floor is covered from one side of the room to the other with paint droplets. The wall's covered with paint droplets. Two of my guitars are covered with paint droplets. Mm. Antique rocking chair covered with paint droplets. Walls covered with paint droplets every freaking where they're covering with paint i <laughs> lost it <laughs> it's like the first time i've ever yelled at my kids the the younger ones like yelled seriously yelled at them <laughs> what the hell are you thinking <laughs> so, wow that's uh yeah. yeah it doesn't take me long i like to scream at them while they're in the car seat on the ride home from the hospital <laughs> <So> get them <laughs> used to it get them used to it I just want to. I want to make sure that we we set the you know set the mood. Just to, hey, this is what you're getting into. Yeah, welcome to life. Yeah, <laughs> you were born into this. <laughs> I know you didn't pick, but uh, congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's either you got me yelling at you or you got a warden yelling at you. You got to make the choice now, kid. Well, and here's the thing, Izzy. I, if if you got paint on the guitars, I happen to know people that make them incessantly. So, um, it's a whole podcast about it. Yeah, yeah a whole but podcast they, about they making guitars. They don't make these guitars. One's a one's an antique. Oh shit! Yeah, shots fired. Hey, one's an antique oh. washburn. They can't make those. So, um, well, maybe no. They can't. No, I, I don't know. But if you have a hollow door, they'll try their best. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I gave them them the paintbrush. Lesson learned. So far for me to think my four-year-old and two-year-old were responsible enough to handle paint in the middle of the living area. (laughs) By the way, I want to see, I'd be be willing to to offer up some money if they made a a guitar out of like an old cable modem. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That would be awesome. They're they're going to do it just for you now. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they don't care about me, so that won't happen. Yeah. Oh God. Anywho, well, well, we should probably wrap this shit show up. Let's do it. I'm having fun. By the way, the uh, the newest episode, uh, "Are You Rich," will be released tomorrow. 
which as your guys listening to this uh, on the podcast would have been last week tomorrow. Um, so yeah. uh, we are going to be going to a set schedule at some point. I like um, Sunday so, nights. That works for me. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we're going to start recording on Sunday nights and releasing the podcast on Tuesdays. Cool. So moving forward, that'll give me a little bit more time to edit it. Not that I do a very good job or it requires it, but I'll go back to that whole time thing again. So because smashing a bunch of audio files together takes a minute. But uh, but that's pretty much it. So listen, guys, um, sorry about this one. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh, we've got a... Um, We've got a, a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a Twitter page, and something else. And uh, our new website's going to be coming soon. Uh, I'm going to sit down and start building that here uh, at some point in the very near future. I've got some ideas for it, and uh, I'm going to try and tie all of our social media accounts in together. Uh, I may even put a little bit of a forum up there for people to actually interact. Ooh, but uh, haven't sexy. quite haven't quite decided if I want that yet because, you know, I've talked to our fans <laughs> so yeah um giving them a place to speak is bad sometimes so, so. maybe <laughs> not always but usually so oh geez yeah come back next week we'll talk we'll we'll have topics and stuff and they won't be politics dads or religion uh mm, i'm ready to take on at least two of those no so mm, okay I don't think anybody's talked about uh, Supreme Court lately. We could do that. We could talk yeah. about river tables next week. That'd be fun. Oh, oh river tables. Oh, it. oh, we got to pay him <laughs> money. Well, no, I can't, can't say that got, word. We just got demonetized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, we're not monetized. Barely monetized. <laughs> we're hardly monetized. <laughs> hardly monetized. The hardly monetized podcast. That's uh, that actually make a really good podcast, but. Anywho, well, listen, guys. Um, yeah, if you got uh, listen, this is your own fault. We ask you guys for topics and and stuff every week, things you want us to talk about, and you just don't tell us. So next yeah, this week is what we're you just going to sit here and we're going to do Gregorian yeah, we, chanting. We just keep making shit up. So um, yeah, it's your fault. Next week this. we're next week it's going to be Gregorian chanting. We're just going to sit here and be for for one hour. Can it be Tibetan chanting? That's much more deep and guttural. You can do whatever. We're all, all three of us are going to pick a different style of chanting. Do it all at the same time. So well, you I had fun. Hey guys, just a real quick we, shout out to our amazing group that hangs around <laughs> with us on the We Like to Make Stuff, uh, the We Like to Make Stuff uh, Facebook. I just updated the channel header photo, which we like to broadcast out, and this is uh, Zach from uh, ZH Fabrication, and uh, he's up there now. Uh, Jackman was before that, and Izzy was even before that. And, yeah, uh, and I just want to warn Zach. I mean, you know, be careful of getting up there because the the last guy he all he can do now is talk about pallets and Arbor Tech. So you, it's not a good place to be. Just he, yeah, he he also is hardly monetized. It's the uh, <laughs> it's the beginning of the downhill. Yeah, downhill. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wish it had worked out for you. Yeah. Hey, I want right. to I want to do a quick shout out to a gal who's killing it over on Instagram. Sweet Aloha Designs. Her name is Megan, and she is kicking butt over there. And um, do we have a Instagram uh, handle? Uh, for that? Yeah, Sweet Aloha 
and um, I think it's Sweet Aloha Designs, but just type in Sweet Aloha. It'll pop up in the search engine. Um, but check- oh, I got a Sweet Aloha food truck because Instagram knows me. Sweet Aloha <laughs> food truck. <laughs> Sweet, Aloha is Sweet Aloha Designs. Um, she does some really cool builds. Uh, she's just breaking into the biz. Check out her builds. Um, really, really cool stuff. So, well, I mean, now that she's gotten the uh, maybe I've said too much bump, she's That's definitely right. gonna her subscriber count's gonna go from seven to thirteen overnight. Overnight, and she's not gonna know why. So, but she can thank us whenever. I'm trying. I'm trying to look it up now so we can get the. It's sweet Aloha Designs. I was only kidding about the huh. food truck. Huh. I was actually not kidding about the food truck. It was the second thing that popped up. <laughs> Probably. I see. So she is she is also now see this is a little bit kind of shaky grounds here. Now she happens to be local there, Izzy. Yes. In she Greenville, is. South Carolina. Well, that's actually how I ran into her was um because she did a maker meetup here. Nice. Yeah. You know what? Uh the maybe podcast uh Instagram account is now following her. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. She has way more followers than we do. <laughs> that's that's awesome. pretty much the, that's almost everybody. That's yeah. I think my dog has more Instagram followers. Yeah, that's funny. All right, guys. Well, listen. Uh, <clears throat> we are on the uh, the Facebooks is where you want to find us to send us things. Um, I guess you can mess message us on Instagram. I don't even know if you can do that, but uh, if you can, do that and send us stuff. It's and called send it to DMing. Us. Get with the times, dude. No, I'm not. I'm not DM. doing. I'm, I refuse I, to pay attention. I continue to to update the the Instagramming. I'm just mm-hmm. so glad they didn't call it DP. They have to DP everybody. Hmm. Oh, yeah. We're gonna um. The, the new website's going to be doing all that stuff for us. So, by the way, just a fly. But uh, anyway, guys, hit us up on the good stuff. Um, you know where to find us, at Maybe Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we are available on the We Like to Make Stuff Facebook group. Uh, if you are in there, um, great. Sorry. If you're not in there, get in there and Sorry. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next week and the next episode. So uh, that's all we got, baby. Ciao. You guys have a great day.